Welcome to Footy for Two. I'm Solomon Dubner. I'm Stephen Dubner. Solomon, you sound good tonight. You sound uh, manly and confident for Thank a seventeen-year-old. Thank you, Steve. How's life? It's okay. It's not great. Sometimes it is. Wonder if it's all worth it. <laughs> can I say that on air or no? Uh, apparently, you can. Apparently, what makes that's you say the thing that? about a podcast. Anyone can say anything. That's true. And it's wonderful and terrible at the same time. Would you like to explore that feeling that you just expressed a little bit? Probably not a good idea. <laughs> are you really feeling down? I thought. Not feeling great. Yeah. Why are you feeling? You you've been working hard. Do you I want have. to tell for those who are listening overseas? We should say you're you're 17 now. You're a junior in high school, so mm-hmm. this is the second to the last year of high school. But yeah. this is like the big year when you gotta do well. work hard on the grades for college, and yeah. you're you're working hard at school. Yeah. You're looking at. You're starting to look at colleges. Yeah. And if any colleges listening, I hope you like it because yeah, <laughs> why not? Um, and do you want to talk about any other sporting events other than footy? I the Pittsburgh Steelers won today. We that was a big win over the Chiefs. It was Kansas a big, Chiefs. It big, was a big win. win. It feels good. First of all, Pittsburgh's had we haven't looked very good this year. Yeah, we've been winning, but not playing well. Winning against bad teams, although losing to bad. We have we've played a very easy schedule so yeah. far. Um, but can I say there was one undefeated team in the NFL? Kansas City Chiefs, and we beat them. In Kansas City. Yeah. Sorry, Chad Troutwine. By the way, our friend Chad Troutwine, we're going to have on the show soon because he is producing a film based on the life Star- oh, of. You can say, do you want me to sing it? Sure. Draymond is having a party, and the star is actually Solomon uh, Dubner. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I don't think you should say the real star yet. Well, we know what it is. It's Fifi. Fifi's a footy for two mascot. But uh, anyway, in a forthcoming episode, we'll get uh, Chad Troutwine, film producer and entrepreneur, all around op- entrepreneur. Um, and most likely um, serial therapy goer, as he's a Liverpool fan. Uh, tough life. Do you want to start with uh, the Prem? Where do, where do you want to start I think today? we want to start with the World Cup. Oh boy. We're going to be having a lot of episodes leading up to the World Cup. Oh and, boy. And this is the first one. So I would love it. Can I just say before <laughs> we get started, I would love to hear from listeners. Tweet us at footy for two uh, or at what's the email? Uh, email for two at gmail.com. Because we're curious. So just to recap, oh God. We don't, let's not even get into America yet. Oh God. Just to recap, Solomon is making a big push to attend the World Cup in Russia. My position is basically we are creating an incentive system tied to his performance in school yeah, this year. Yeah, I think year. it's very fair. What's that? I think it's very fair. I think it's fair too. Um, and so far, you're doing great. So, yeah. but it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. So, yeah. um, hopefully, if if you can pull it off, we'll uh, we'll muster our resources. And uh, the other thing is, I just want to say, go to America's capital. <laughs> The other thing is, um, real Donald Trump. I would love to be part of a group. So yeah. whether it's a footy for two group or a Freakonomics radio people join in or uh, the Pena, the Barca fan club in New York, it'd be really fun if someone has an idea, if someone knows of someone who puts together great trips to the World Cup that you can just sign on and say, okay, we'll give you some money and then you will help us draw up a schedule yeah. and, uh, and and especially... Uh, take care of a lot of the planning, the travel, yeah. da, da, da. The planning, I think, hotels, planes is the boring part. I think it's fun to plan the matches. That's who you totally to true. And it's it, yeah. remember, do you know how much remember how much work I put into figuring out who you'd see at the Euros? I do. And you, your predictions were not terrible in terms yeah. of the later no, rounds. Yeah. We I want I was trying to predict who would be at the round of sixteen games. We wanted to see England play. Right. I said we got Wales, Northern Ireland. Yeah. Because 
You can't blame me for England just being a terrible football team. Well, you you can't. Blame, we we should have known. We couldn't blame you for not uh, foreseeing the Iceland triumph. That wasn't because of the Iceland triumph. That was because of England being crap. Well, who's in the World Cup? Iceland. Who's not in the World Cup? No, I'm talking about the Euros. I know. I'm just no, saying. No, no, no. I'm just saying you can't say that was England being crap. Iceland is actually. No, no. The Iceland game. No, they ended up playing Iceland when we were going to see them. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought that was I thought okay. that was from the group. Whoever you guys can't see this, but I'm disapprovingly shaking my head at him right now. For the for our radio audience, Salman has a look of scorn and disdain. But <laughs> this is why we're here. We're here for you to teach me. Here's one other thing I would like our audience to tell us. So this is our thing, Salman and my thing, where he basically tries to teach me and I try to keep up. But also sometimes we have episodes where Salman talks to someone who knows what they're talking about. Yeah. Do you prefer one or the other to your audience? We've had Travis Marshall on before. We're going to get him on a bunch more. He's going to become a, a not permanent, but like a regular co-host. Mm-hmm. Well, he'll be on a lot. Had Julian Stoller once, He was correct? very good. He was fantastic. Um, yeah. Alexi Lalas interview. Alexi Lalas was great. We hope to bring you more interviews. Simon Cooper, yeah. Simon Cooper. So let us know. We're, we're interested in feedback because we have what you call a growth mindset, which yeah. is you always try to improve, learn, et cetera. So if you guys, if you guys want to see me exiled from the podcast. I will not be at all offended. I'm very proud of my son. He knows a lot more than I do. I also like doing this. Yeah. You can have me on as like a special dad guest and I can... You know, we've been stalling for too long. We got to get to it. Go. USA is not in the World Cup. (laughs) The USA is not in the World Cup. I just want to have a gripe I have with the world and Twitter and everything. (laughs) Um, People are saying the US MNT is out of the World Cup. We were never even in it. (laughs) We weren't. We were so pathetic. We couldn't qualify. I agree with Alexi Laws. This generation, they've been given everything. These players have been treated like kings, and they couldn't qualify for the World Cup. They lost to Trinidad and Tobago. Do you, what can I do to encourage you to s- truly speak your mind? Because I feel you're holding back. It's just pathetic. Well, really pathetic. talk to me. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, if we're talking about, so you're now, I, I love that Alexi Lawless before you thought was not very good, now you're Big exciting fan. him as, yeah. uh, as explaining why. But of all the reasons, okay, so first of all, let's admit, the U.S. having made the World Cup however many times in a row since, yeah. what was it? 86 is a lot of That's great, okay? Yeah. There, are, there are very few countries that do that. Look who, look who else didn't make it this year. Chile the, and the Netherlands. Right, so two. the Dutch are obviously a you know, football powerhouse. We're in yeah. the final... We're in a final two cups ago, were they not? Am I misremembering yeah, that? Yeah, okay. Right. So, um, so let's just acknowledge the reality that the U.S. men have have been at least consistently getting there. But in terms of how a team like this, with this much momentum, with this much talent, with this much investment, doesn't make it, what would? How would you uh, summarize the main factors for this failure? I don't want to speculate as to why it happened because. There are a million people you could blame. Some people are saying Sunil Lati, some people are saying Bruce Savina, some people are saying your Klinsman, some are saying the players. I think what we should look at more is how it affects the country going forward. What bothers me most is players like me, young people, young football fans like me, many players who are much, 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 much better than me. Mm-hmm. They they putting in everything their whole lives to eventually have a shot at the pros. The U.S. missing the World Cup is going to affect. Football on a youth level so harshly in this country, mm. and I don't. I'm very hesitant to say players don't care about when you're qualifying in any case, but it really looks like they didn't care just watching them play in Trinidad and Tobago. Um, 
Can I just bring up a, a totally parallel or yeah. actually perpendicular they care um, too much. Argument? No. Good. It's That'd actually not an argument about the men's team. It's a statement about the women's team. Yes. The U.S. women's national team is the best national team in the history of yes. organized women's soccer, which is a remarkable accomplishment. I think we should probably, you know, I, I, I think a lot of people do acknowledge how great yeah. they've been. Also, the program. By the way, I believe Sunil Gulati, who's being accused of not running the men's program well, also oversees the women's yeah. program. Just a point of fact. I, Can I, I talk about Sunil Gulati for a minute? I'd love you to. I think, I'm personally, I'm a big fan of his. Mm-hmm. I know you're a friend of his. I wouldn't say a friend. You, you, you're acquainted with Yeah, I've interviewed him. You've interviewed him. Too. That's it. Yeah, yeah. But um, great. I think he's a. Very, I think he's. He's a, also an economics professor yeah. at Columbia. He's so a gets very, very smart guy. Very, very good at strategy and running organizations. And he's a big football fan, from what I've heard. But he doesn't have background in football. He started MLS, but that's different from this. I think the people saying he should not be reelected, I see that point. I support him for a second term. Mm-hmm. I think that he could, he could, um, I'm trying to think who did this. I think it was England. They appointed someone, maybe Ralph Rangnick, or maybe he was somewhere else, to direct football along with the FA running it. I think he could get a football mind in there. Jurgen Klinsmann back as technical director, if he'd be able to do it, to oversee the football strategy. Jurgen Klinsmann and, and Sunil Gulati, who I do support, runs the whole thing in coercion with someone, say mm. Jurgen Klinsmann, I'm trying to think of another name. And yeah. Solomon Dubner, maybe? Maybe. Also, people are forgetting, USMT needs a new coach now. I think it'd be someone for the long term. Who would you like? Tab Ramos. Really? Yeah. What's his coaching experience? He's vast. He, he's most qualified. He coaches U twenties. Mm-hmm. He's he knows the setup. Mm-hmm. He knows the system. Um, right. Other options are Caleb Porter from Portland Timbers. I've mm-hmm. heard mm-hmm. mention. Mm-hmm. One name I heard is Tata Martino. You remember him? Oh yeah, sure. Who joke at Barcelona? Joke at Argentina? Do you know where he is now? No. Guess you're not gonna guess. Um, not Duncow. No. Not Aston Villa. Yes. <laughs> That was a lucky guess. No, I'm kidding. Of oh. course not Aston Villa. Oh, <laughs> Atlanta United. Oh, you're kidding. And he has yeah. them flying high. Yeah. They're going to probably get the third seed after NYCFC. Yes, they Toronto, are. but <laughs> I don't want Tata. Mm. Uh, you know, a Barcelona fan would never want to get Can I say, Alexi Lawless was a general manager in the MLS for yeah. a few years. I've heard t- some people, um, I heard one people say Taylor Twelman, who mm-hmm. also gave a great rant. Yeah, after I, think that's, I, think, I think anybody who's in a high-profile ranting mode at the yeah. moment is, uh, yeah. is being mentioned just because that's the way it yeah. works. Well, anyway, so how much, does, uh, how much does the U.S. not making the World Cup diminish your excitement about the World Cup? Be honest, be honest. Because I know you're a footy fan. You know- I love the World Cup more than anything. I still think it just is fun. But every few days during in 2014 watching the U.S. was, the, I won't forget those games. They were hugely important to me becoming a football fan. And I'm disappointed and embarrassed and ashamed that we didn't make the World Cup. And I'm frankly really upset. How much less does it make you want to go to Russia? Not at all. Seriously. Maybe if it was a 10 now, it's like a 9.7. All right. So here's a, here's a question to our listeners. Um, what do you think of this idea? Wait, we have something to talk about first. Someone who took their team to, to their country to the World Cup. Mm, would it be Cristiano Ronaldo? It would not. Would it be Neymar? It would not. <laughs> well, he did too, but would not. Would it be someone who's a little bit neat but mostly messy? It would be Lionel Messi. He, Argentina doesn't deserve him. 
or no, he yeah, that, I, I grammar mixed up. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he he carries them. They're a team of average footballers. Di Maria had a few great years. He's he's not very good anymore. He's crap. Um, the best part was Messi's second goal. Di Maria overhit a pass, an easy pass. Messi, Messi just took it off the center, runs and scores. Mm. He scored a hat trick, three great goals. Um, it was unbelievable the way. And well, bothers me some people say he doesn't care about Argentina. If you see his passion, that's the stupidest thing you'll ever hear. Um, if Messi didn't exist, what would you say the odds are that Argentina this year would have made the World Cup? I think if you asked me this at the beginning of the campaign, uh, World Cup qualifying campaign, I'd say, yeah, of course, they have the Argentina. They have Higuain, who I don't think is good, but he can score goals. Aguero, Dybala, Cardi, Mascherano. But honestly, I don't think they would have. I don't know the exact numbers, but they had way more... I think it's 18 games. I'm just checking that is the CONMEBOL, uh, the South American um, World Cup qualifying. There, yeah, it's 18 games. Messi missed eight games mm-hmm. through injury or suspension. They got 21 of their points when he played. That means in I mean in 10 games, 10 games they got 21 2.1. points with him. Yeah. In eight games without him, they got seven. <laughs> That's pathetic. So averaging one versus a little less than one versus. He, uh, he carries the country completely. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that's a little unfair because if Messi didn't exist, they'd have a different team and they wouldn't have missed him so much, et cetera, et cetera. But your point there, is taken. I think it's been 11 months since they scored a goal in World Cup qualifying that wasn't Messi or non-goal, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, question for you. Name for me who you see as the... Uh, I have a two-part question. Yeah. Name for me what you see as the five favorites for the World Cup as of now mm-hmm. and uh, then I want to know... I don't want to know yet who you want to win. I'm going to save that. Well, I think it's pretty uh, obvious. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, okay, I guess so. But uh, I also want to know uh, whether you would prefer one of your favorites or whether you'd prefer a wild underdog. Well, I, you can see I wrote my layout in all caps. Are you reading it? I actually didn't. Like I wrote, it. not talking about winners yet. But oh, if you really want me to, I can. Because I think even though it's clear <laughs> yeah, who the favorites cur- are. I'm curious to know. Not, there, there are still can 10 teams. Can I qualify. try to guess your five favorites? Yeah, let me try to think of it in my head. Are these... Are you going to think of the five that you think have the best chance to win, or that you, not that you want to? These are the the five, five best. Okay, yeah. So I'll say Germany for sure. Yeah, I'll say France for sure. Yeah, I will say um, Spain because I think you're high on Spain. Yes, I am. I don't think. I don't know if Argentina makes they your are. five. They're, they're, okay, they're fifth. They're they're fifth. Let and, me just see it so they don't have forgetting who's in it. And uh, I don't think you're putting Italy in the top five. I am not. Not even close. Or not. I think it's um, a very obvious I, one. Oh, it's very obvious and very, I'm just missing it? Yeah. Um, you're not giving, I don't think you believe enough in home field advantage to put Russia all the way in the top I hope five. they lose every game. Um, I don't think you're thinking Mexico because you don't. I, I hope they lose they're, every game. They're too big a rival. Nothing against Mexico as a country, it's just they're a huge rival yeah, in national. I can't think you would pick England Mm-mm. to finish top five. Let's do top seven because it's, it's close. I think uh, I think you might slot in Portugal, having won. Are you kidding? Brazil. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's terrible. I can't believe. No, Portugal's up there. Um, so Brazil, France, Spain, and and then I think Belgium could definitely win it too. I think Belgium could definitely win it. So Portugal and Belgium are like your six and seven. Uh, Argentina, Belgium's close. Mm-hmm. Portugal. I think they could win it. Okay, so in terms of act, if you had to pick one at this moment in time, very early, I'm guessing you're going to say, I think you would say Brazil. I'm saying 
Well, I'm not. I'd say either France or Germany. Really? Yeah. Uh, you don't think Brazil will be driven by uh, that excruciatingly painful collapse? Well, they do have the best player in the World Cup. Uh, who would that Paulinho. be? Paulinho. <laughs> let's look at who else to qualify see if I'm missing anyone. I think England does not have a chance. Mm. That's pretty obvious. Okay, let me ask you a question though, Solomon. Of Here's course. the thing. We're Americans. We support the American team. Thanks to you, we also follow and know about and care about a lot of other teams. Yeah. I say thanks to you. I, I mean, me thanks to you, you on your own. Yeah. Um, here's what I think we should do. This is just an idea. Uh, just a rough, rough, rough idea. I how we're talking about, like you just come up with the idea, I have no idea what it is. So <laughs> the idea is that we ask our listeners or anyone who cares to select the team that we're going to support through the World Cup and we will transfer all our love and energy toward them, but not for free. Not for free at Highest all. Highest bidder. We have an auction. Bribes accepted. We have an auction. <laughs> we'll donate the winning. In fact, we could auction off. We could have the top three, so we could have three teams that we're rooting well, for. There are a few teams I don't want to root for. Can I say who they are, or should I, or should I keep it myself? What do you think? I think you should keep it to yourself. Right. I think we should do, but I don't think we should do the poll. Well, we'll do the poll online, maybe. Yeah. We'll do the poll online, but I think and we, we should, should retweet it from Freakonomics because no one likes my polls, Dad. It makes me really sad. Is that true? No, well, no one likes my polls. I think they like your do polls. Do you like my polls? Uh, I, I don't really look at the footy uh, for two. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just being honest with you, son. Um, but I kind of like the idea of auctioning off our our um, our support for charity. Um, any ideas for what charity? I do. U.S. Men's National Team Fund, maybe? <laughs> the Dubner World Cup Fund. <laughs> I get it. I'm trying uh, to think. The Human Fund. The Human Fund. Anyway, I just want to, I want to, I think we should play with that idea a little bit. Do you think it's a... Uh, yeah. The thing let is, me ask you this. What would happen if, say, let me just run a scenario by you. What would happen if, say, Russia, let's say some oligarch... I'm Russian. I'm American. About, it's the same thing. Let's say, <laughs> let's say some oligarch hears about this and says... <laughs> I bid. Nope, 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 50. nope, 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 nope. Guy doing the accent. You can't. Okay. You can't do it unless you speak in an accent. Go ahead. No, you're, you're talking. I can't do the, do a the good Russian accent. Do a Russian accent. I can just do Bora. Do a Russian accent. No, I'm not gonna do, do the Russian accent. Or have you killed, Mister Dobner? I'm not gonna do the Russian accent. Okay. But um, let's just say Putin's some, gonna take take let's take say, me away tonight, isn't he? Let's say Putin himself says, mm. "I hear there's a good opportunity to turn some American hearts in favor of Russia. <laughs> I will contribute fifty thousand dollars <laughs> to this Footy for Two charity fund." And uh, would you root, would you root in your heart for Russia going forward for fifty thousand dollars to be donated to charity? Two things: one, I love the First Amendment. Two, hell no. <laughs> I do not like Russia. Okay, uh, but like, I think you all. I'm not gonna say explicitly because you know, I think it's pretty clear who I'm rooting for. Can I say one thing yeah. before you tell us that uh, you're rooting for Argentina? Yeah, of course. Can I say one thing? One reason I want you to go to Russia for the World Cup is so that you get to see Russia. I have nothing get to meet Russians. I have nothing against the people of Russia. I well, have nothing at all. Well, it doesn't sound it the way you just said. I hate Russia. I, their government, I hate. Yeah. I hate the way their country's done. I have nothing. I'm sure there are, most of them are very good down to earth people. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe we'll find out. Yeah. Keep the grades up. Should we talk about uh, a little Prem and La Liga as well? Yeah, we should. School me. The, the Premier League. Liverpool That's United. The one in England? Yes, it is. You know that. Yeah. Liverpool United, the clash of the titans, the two biggest 
the two biggest clubs in English history in terms of Premier Leagues won. Two biggest Champions League winners in English history. My grammar's not great. Build up as a great clash of the Titans. Nil nil. Mm. Jose Mourinho plays boring football. He in his ninth United last season and this season, out of all the teams who finished top six last season, he's never won away in the league. Mm. Um it's not this is a game isn't what it used to be. It's they're two Liverpool is a mediocre club, let's be honest. Do you think Slightly they still have mediocre. do you still think they have excellence in their DNA? No. Like in their history, yeah. Like, but, I, but you think there's nothing there still. I can see them going another 40, 50 years out of the league title. Mm. The fans are. I love the fans. United is becoming a big Do you think club. it's the American ownership? Yeah. No. no. Really? Not because it's American, but the owners yeah. aren't very good. I don't like them. Because um, why? Because I don't think they're good for the club. I think they're more about pr- for profit. Mm. What about the Red Sox? Baseball. Same owners. Yeah, that's baseball, right? though. Yeah. Well, what would you show. say about that? These are the owners that took a team that hadn't won a World Series in forever. The salary cap is what changes it. Well, uh, that is true to some degree. To some degree, yeah. Also, I don't know too much on the subject, so I don't want to act like I know more than I do. Okay. Um, yeah, Mourinho's a son and an exciting coach. I saw something funny today that he said to Mundo Deportivo, a big Spanish newspaper. He said, um, maybe one day when I'm old, I'll tell everyone why I rejected Barca. Which mm. is this country never rejected them. Mm. Pep was chosen, mm. and the, and one of my favorite Barca accounts wrote back. You, you don't have to hear all this because he never wanted you. <laughs> that funny. He's just mm-hmm. a gross guy. Mm. Then Man City beat Stoke. But you two. respect him? No, no, I don't. You don't. Either. I respect his trophies. I don't respect his view on football and how mm-hmm. and what he contributes to the game. You definitely don't respect his tr- personality and treatment of people. I don't. Yeah. Pep Guardiola, on the other hand, is having Manchester City. If Pep roaring. Guardiola walked in here and said, Solomon. Uh, you, if you pay me fifty thousand dollars, I'll let you rub my bald head. No, I was gonna that, say. I, I, well, I'm sorry about that. I, 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 be, wait, wait, wait. I just want to formally apologize. The only <laughs> soccer podcast show, football podcast show that can make bald jokes are the Minute Blazers. Mm, so I could, so, because oh, they they probably have a trademark on that too. Mm, if if Pep Guardiola walked in here and said, "Salman, pay me fifty thousand dollars, and I will be your father instead of your father," <laughs> you would say. No, let me pay you a hundred thousand. Because when you love him as your father, wouldn't he be awesome? He would. Yeah. I feel he works too much. He does work too much. I oh, heard. All right. Works so like I, twelve at fourteen hour days. So I have an edge. Yeah. My laziness wins me. Fatherhood. <laughs> um, yeah. He. I'm not even gonna write all the goal scores. So I don't remember them because there were six. There were five of them or something. Um, or six. We're talking Man City now. Yeah, yeah. great. He he hasn't played the Pep Guardiola football. I think they're I think they're going to run away with the league this year. Mm-hmm. I think they could win the Champions League. I think finally the Pep project is working. I can't wait to see him prove all these doubters wrong. Everyone thought just because he went, couldn't win a treble at Bayern, he was crap. Look what happened, to Carlo Ancelotti. He got sacked. He was terrible there. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne is really one of the best players in the world at this point. Just want to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Crystal Palace, Chelsea, two one win for Palace. Mm-hmm. First points of the season, only the first points, the first goals of the season. And the owl was elated. Roy Hodgson. Roy Hodgson, the football was at Owl Genius. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a funny guy. Um, is Conte losing a touch? Let us know. Uh, I just want to say that on the show, let us know in the comments. In the table, the Chelsea is where? Fourth, fifth, sixth? I think they're fourth. Yeah, okay. Um, what else? I, actually, no, wait. No, I think third place mm-hmm. is Tottenham. Finally won at Wembley in the league. First time what ever. What is it about Spurs not being able to win at Wembley? 
Just, I mean, it hasn't a, been that many games, I don't but know, it's, it's just an empty app. It's a they maybe the best after Palace, I'd say the best atmosphere in the league at White really? Hart Lane because it, it wasn't small. It was like forty or fifty size, but it was so intimate. We've been there a few times. It looked like anywhere in the house you got a great seat because it's just so intimate. I just remember the f- that little Turkish, the Turkish restaurant, restaurant before. Oh my it was God. delicious. It was. Um, yeah, it was. I don't know what it is, but they're not used to it. It's too, it doesn't feel like home to them yet. It doesn't feel like they have home field advantage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe Bournemouth, who's in It is far away, too. If you're, a, I mean, if you live, if you're a Spurs player yeah. and you live near a White Spurs Hart Lane. Lane you mean, or Spurs no, player. Play, well, both. Both. Yeah. But uh, it's like an away game. Yeah. You know, even though it's in the same city. Not Wembley really. is far. Yeah. Wembley's far. It's far, but it's not an away game, Steve. I mean, it's it's not that much more of an away game for most of your opponents. That's all I'm saying. Yes, Plus, a lot of players have played there because yes, it's it an is. international site. So it's just like, it's unfortunate that they yeah. don't get home field advantage. Watford beats Arsenal too. <laughs> mm. Arsenal. Wenger, they have no guts. They're gutless. As Troy Deeney, who beat them with Watford, said, they have no cojones. Mm. They're all weak. Gutless team. I think Wenger needs to go now. You have great managers on the market. Thomas Tuchel, uh, Carlo Ancelotti. I would go for Tuchel. I think if if I were this, if I ran Arsenal's Chips Kenswick, um, Stanley Kroenke, I sack Wenger tonight. You have defended Wenger longer than most. What made no, you, I haven't. In the past, you've been understanding. You said that there's a lot of upside to him. I've been. I've always been Wenger out, not as hard to Wenger as everyone else. But I think. What what's what's turned though? I just, don't know if even Lacazette, Urzel, and Sanchez have played together this season. The three best best attacking players are the best players in the Prem. He just you all, people say Wenger knows. It seems crazy, but he knows. I used to believe that he's making the most stupid decisions, mm. and I think it's time for him to go to La Liga. Barcelona draws Atletico Madrid one one. We played well. We should have won. Why do you say we should have won? Because it was they we were down a lot more chances. Yeah, but play, it was a pretty good draw considering our good start continues. Seven wins, a draw in the league. Um, Suarez scored for Barca after an early Saul goal, which was wonderful. Saul goal. Who I've Im- wanted him at Barca for a long time. Saul, long time. Who impressed and depressed you on Barca? <laughs> depressed. Um, Gomes was terrible. Oh. I, I've always been pro Gomes when very few people have because I've seen him at Valencia, at Benfica. What a player there. Uh, in his defense, he'd been play, he was playing the right wing where he never played before, which was crazy. So it should have been Berto who got the start, who was fantastic when he came on. Right wing or back? Berto came on a right wing, which is where Gomes played. Semedo played a right back, who he impressed me in the attack, non-defense. I thought Berto came on not as a back, he came well, on as a no, wing. Wait, maybe, no, he came on as right back, you're right, for Semedo. Yeah, you're, you're right. Um, I think Dennis Suarez would have started, um, mm-hmm. and he has to not impress me. Um, and yesterday had a for him a a poor, poor game. Poor game. Uh, Suarez was pretty horrendous. Besides the goal, can we talk about PK for a moment? He was horrendous. I don't know if horrendous is the right word. Yeah. But uh, Jordi Alba was bad. Yeah, it was. Racky uh, did not impress me. On the other hand, here's the thing: it's a little bit like the Steelers having an early season, early schedule early yeah. on. You know, Barca hadn't really been challenged. Atleti was easily the best club they played before played this well, year. You other than in the in the in yeah. La Liga, and. Uh, and their defense is remarkable. My my one thing, I would love for people to um, answer this, or maybe you answer this, but others as well. Messi plainly wanted to do a lot by himself yeah. against Atleti. Uh, he tried to dribble through four men or five men up the middle about six or eight times and was yeah. always stopped. So I don't understand why a player that great doesn't either adjust or get told to adjust or get help on the wings because 
it was just the same attempt over and over and over, and he never got anywhere near it. So can you explain why that was seemingly the main uh, attacking strategy? Uh, first of all, I don't really know what to say, because you know I can never really criticize Messi, and I never really will. But honestly, he didn't have anyone that good to feed the ball to. I, if I were him, I wouldn't have... Would I, you tr- let, let me put this I on. don't accept that. Would you trust Gomes? I, I think every, Gomes, no. Every time, I think it's better for Messi to take it himself, maybe lose it, and then give the ball to Andre Gomes on the wing. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Well, so, De, De La Feo, when, as De a late sub, actually looked think. good. He, 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 he was wrong a few times. I won't deny that. Um, he's the best dribbler of all time, though. He could, every every time there's a chance he does it. And a few times he beat three or four players, but there was one guy to beat. Here's, here's my real question. Yeah. Do you think that Messi, uh, in a case like that, against a team like that, that, had a, that has a roster and a plan to stop him, um, do you think he is kind of above the law? Do you think that he has too much confidence in his ability and, and not enough in others for the team to no. win? He, in general, is one of the most selfless players I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And usually I'd say he needs to be more selfish. Not this time, but usually he needs to be more selfish. Okay. Also, congratulations to Leo Messi. He's expecting a third child. Congratulations. Um, yeah, I saw what a player, though. Mm-hmm. I wanted him at Barca so badly. Mm-hmm. Um, Getafe narrowly loses to Real Madrid. That who, was some transition there. Yeah. Saul, I want him. Getafe loses. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like how you don't even say to, Madrid wins. <laughs> according to the brilliant Madridistas, this means... That Madrid is back on top. Ronaldo with the poacher's goal, one of the worst things I've ever seen, is now the best player in the world again. Mm. Uh, not getting to find out the response. You don't have a little pro Barca bias going on. I'm right a little now, salty. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they didn't play well, but get the winners when you need to win the title, which is what we've done before too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Valencia, after one of the biggest clubs in Spain in the past year, they finished 12th. Wow. Um, they were up 3 0, no, 4 0 in the 78th minute against Betis. They won 6 3. What a game. Mm-hmm. They're second place in La Liga, Valencia. Yeah. Uh, let's quickly go around some other results. I'm not going to really talk about it. I'm just going to say the scores from some big games. Inter beats AC Milan 3-2 in the Derby della Madonnina. Hat-trick for Mauro Icardi, human scum. Um, Who? Mauro Icardi, great player. But, Why? But the definition of scum. Why? He stole his wife's, his teammate's wife, married her while he was with her. He's a bad guy. Mm. Sounds bad, right? Scum is pretty strong charge. No, you. Sh- if you hear more about him, okay. If you read about I'll him, look he's, into he's the worst guy there. Is. Thank you. You know how bad he is. You know who said he's a terrible person? Diego Maradona. Mm. If Diego Maradona <laughs> says you're a bad person, you're a bad person. It's funny, Diego Maradona the other day told me he thought you were a very good guy. <laughs> so what does that mean about you then? It means I'm pretty bad. Mm. Um, Juve loses two in a Lazio. Mm. Chiro Immobile. Has like 11 league goals for Lazio, unbelievable. Last minute penalty miss from my love, Paolo Dybala. Mm. Uh, Napoli beats Roma 1 0. I think Napoli is on Mm-mm. top. I think they could win the league. Uh, hey, what about um, Matthew Klimberg? Yeah, Matthew, we hope you're doing well. We hope you're listening. Where does he live? In he's Rome? A, I think he's still living in Rome. Yeah. And he's a Roma supporter? He's a big Roma supporter. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a tough time to be there. Where are they in the table? Third ish? I have no idea. Bless you, Mom. <laughs> I did the, camp, did the recorder pick up that sneeze? I probably did, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Ligoon, Leon beats Marco 3 2, is falling out of the tar race without the injured Falcao. Nabil Fakir, great Leon player, stepping up with like a Zagan, scored a brace. Um, and Dijon, Dijon, the Dijon, mustard, right. loses 2 1 at home to PSG. Uh, is PSG going to be challenged at all in Ligoon? No. Okay. Um, Bundesliga, Bayern came back to winning ways with a 5 0 win over Freiburg. And leaders Dortmund lose two three to Red Bull Leipzig or question or Rosenbosport Leipzig because I can't say Red Bull because the sponsorship and all that. <laughs> question for you, um, a very novice question: What 
how is Christian Pulisic, or as some people pronounce the name Pulisic, how is he received back in Dortmund? They love him. Um, what? How do they view his American uh, effort? I mean, honestly, uh, wait, his American they, what? His American, his effort on the American uh, men's team. I don't think they care at all. Really, I seriously yeah. doubt it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're ending, I am working. I'm trying to think, just finalize it. I have a good way to end it with our rhymes. Oh, let's hear it. You know who sucks? No, the red, white, and blue. It's not footy for one. It's footy for two. <laughs> nice talking to you. Nice talking. See you later.